Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Okay, finally we connect, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, listen. Right when I when I when I messaged you to go live, as mm-hmm. soon as I got ready to pick up my tablet, the phone rang, and I had to speak to this person because we have been trying to get in contact for almost two weeks. So <laughs> I'm um, like, oh, the <laughs> so I apologize. For that. No Let worries. Just go. Let's go ahead and jump into this because I want to be respectful of your time. All okay. right, so. Welcome back, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we recap everything CBS Soaps, both The Young and the Restless, and The Bold and the Beautiful. This is the recap for uh, the week of no- uh, October 31st through November 4th. And, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do the summary for The Young and the Restless. Then we'll do The Bold and the Beautiful. And then we'll do, hopefully, we'll have time for the two little segments. Flip the script and take several seats because I got some seats I got to give out. <laughs> All right, so let's go here with the young and the restless. So Billy stopped a despondent Chelsea from jumping from the Grand Phoenix rooftop. Chelsea checked into a mental health facility. Kyle learned about Diane's lies. Devon realized Nate and Victoria conspired over Chancellor Winters. And tension between Abby and Chance escalated. Okay, where do you want to go first? Abby and Chance. Okay, so go ahead. What you got? I'll let you dive in first. Uh, I just I feel like Abby is being Abby, being a spoiled brat. Yep. She's not, her marriage isn't going the way, exactly the way she wants it to go. Mm-hmm. And she's lashing out at Chance about that instead of being reasonable about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. I get that chance. Like Trish said mm-hmm. last week, chance wasn't, he didn't get back into law enforcement until after him and Abby had got back together. But at the same time, you still, like, you knew that was his life. Are you Being, listening to the young and restless in the background? Oh, yeah, I do have it on. <laughs> I thought I had it turned down low. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, wait a minute. I know we're talking about the show, but why do I hear the music in the background? <laughs> yeah, I have it. I usually, oh, okay. um, I have usually have it playing like just. I have to have well, something on my TV, whether or not I'm paying attention to it. Hey, listen, usually... that make a good background. That make a that make good background music for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, mm. You know what? Actually, you're correct on that. Abby is absolutely selfish. You knew that guy was a military guy. You knew he worked for, I guess, CIA or intelligence or whatever. And now you know that he worked for the police. All yeah, that's all he's ever done. done. That's all he's ever done his entire life before he got with you and now while he's married to you. Now all of a sudden it's a problem. Yeah. And like you mm-hmm. said... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I, and it doesn't. It doesn't to me. It doesn't even. If he is working a lot, he's still making an effort. Like when he came and right. picked her up at the restaurant. Exactly. So it's like if it's not like specifically exactly how she likes it, then she goes up. About it. Yeah, it's got to be ex- just like you said, exactly the way she wanted. Because, like you said, she he showed up with flowers, taking her over to the glam club. Just mm-hmm. so happened, and he even tried to ignore the call, and she told him to take it. Yeah. And then when he takes it and say, "I gotta leave," then now it's a whole problem. Yeah, and then he came back. He came back to the glam club because that's how he broke up that whole fight between Devon and Nate last week. Yeah, well, that was before he left. He remember when he came back in was when Devon was already sitting with uh, 
Abby and they were hugging each other because he called. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. You're right. For a second. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely correct. But the bottom line is he came back. Right. Like, at least he came back. Exactly. Exactly. You know, he could have so. made up made up some other reason to, to stay later at work or like, you know what, I'm tired, I'm just going to go home. But he mm-hmm. came back to hang. Yes, yep. And she's, she was busy over there eyeballing somebody else. Because wasn't she watching? Remember, she he was trying to get her attention or something? I don't know. Maybe that was before, too. I'm trying to remember all of that. A lot happened yeah, in the past I, week. I think that was um, because, uh, because Okay, that's right. So she was watching because Tucker and Devon was talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, like you say, she knew with this man, and like he said, um, he says you can't control when criminal activity is going to happen. Yeah, and I think also there's also the factor of him still feeling somewhat guilty about how he handled that case mm-hmm. with um, with Ashlyn because he brought that up to her, where he was like, yeah. "I can't, I can't do your family's bidding just to make you happy or something like that." Mm-hmm. She always she expects that. That's what happened when her and Nate were together. Exactly. And Nate did what he did for Victor and ended up losing his license and had to go through all that drama to get his license back. And he did that. He did that for for her. And then she acted like she didn't understand why he was so bent out of shape about it. And it's like Abby, he broke he broke the law or he broke his whatever the oath the is. Integrity. For yeah. 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 Oh, he, yeah. He basically... Oh, you talking about Nate or Chance? Nate. Nate. When oh, Nate okay. did what he did for Victor, when him and yeah. Abby were dating. Yeah. And Abby seemed out of shape, or like she didn't understand why Nate was so upset about, like you said, putting his integrity on the line um, and his license for her father. Mm-hmm. And was and she told him. I think she told Nate something like that's never going to change. I'm always going to do what I can for my family or something like mm-hmm. that. And it's like, even at the cost of your own happiness, like mm-hmm. how many boyfriends have been run off because of her father? Mm-hmm. Because the, I think she had the same issue with Arturo. Cause I yep. don't think Victor cared for Arturo for, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And but she was as well with her father. So I don't think she will ever be happy until she, marry somebody that probably idolizes Victor. Yeah, and and you know, you're absolutely right on that when it comes to Chance, because it's one thing she did, I mean, that Chance did them a favor by not uh, looking or bringing in that evidence. Mm-hmm. But the fact is she can't understand why this is a conflicting choice that he made. You gotta understand right. that he he um went against his own integrity to protect your father. Yep. But she don't see that. She just see, oh, you work too much, and why are you worrying about what happened with Ashley and family comes first? Okay, so what does that make him? Because he did put your family first. Right. So, girl, please over Abby. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, by the way, guys, Keisha is multitasking, so if you kind of hear some stuff in the back, she's cooking. She, she got some stuff going on this week, but she wanted to be able to, um, you know, jump on to do the podcast today. So we appreciate you, girl. Yeah, no problem. All right. Um, what's the other small line? Uh, what do you think about Devon realizing about Nate and Victoria? Um, I mean, I, they tried to play it off, of course, but he hit the nail on the head. He, yeah, he knows he that's what. Yeah, I mean, Victoria lied her way through that whole thing. She sure did. With a straight face. And if I was Nate, I would give that a side eye. They should be giving Nate a side eye. Nate should be giving her a side eye. This girl sat here and just lied with a straight face. Yeah, but I, I I think Nate is just so um, he doesn't have anybody now. He doesn't no. have Elena. He doesn't have his family. I mean, 
I would say he kind of has Lily still because Lily's still trying to she you know she asks Devon like what's so what's up with you and Nate mm-hmm. like she wants that to work out so he like maybe has 50% of Lily although Lily is mad at him but like right now he's kind of alone so I think he mm-hmm. is just going to latch on to Victoria as much as he can because that's all he's got right now mm-hmm. so he probably does, it's, it's not even like occurring to him like she just lied with a straight face to my cousin but that's not alarming him if anything he's just probably grateful that she even wants him around mm-hmm. yeah I, man my thing is Elena came back to try to work it out with him I, and when, as he told her that he was going to start working for Victoria I knew that yep. was going to change Elena's mind yeah. yep yeah, because she realized what that was. It was a token mm-hmm. act. Yeah, it was. She called it a pat on the head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of the same thing. Yeah, it is. I mean, oh, good boy, good boy. Thank you for protecting me. Because technically, if he had a told, um, you know, if Nate had said, "Okay, Lily Devon, it was Victoria." They could have came after her. Yep. So that protection went deep. It protected yeah. her without starting amongst problems amongst the Newman family and the Winters family, but it also protected her from legal stuff too. Right. So and, of course, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, and Elena was right. She's like, you're protecting her at the cost of losing your family. So, like, why is Victoria so much more important to you than gaining the trust from your family back? Yeah, well, me and another person had a whole conversation about that storyline, but I'm not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, you you about, you threw your whole family under the bus to go get a a token job over there. And Mm -hmm. he should look at what happened to Sally. Granted, Sally, you know, we always know what happened with the situation, her, Adam, Nick, and all this stuff. But she was out the moment Victoria didn't feel like she wanted to deal with her anymore. Right. It can be you too, Nate. Newmans yeah. always have alliance to other Newmans except Adam. <laughs> but, right. but mostly the other Newmans, the Nikki, the Victor, Victoria, Nicholas, you know, and Abby probably if she made one. Well, I don't even know because she's been out of that circle for a while. But she still come together with her family. Mm-hmm. I guess she, we can say that because look at what her husband is going through. Um, right. You know, Newmans always stick together. So the moment that they feel that they don't want to be bothered with you anymore, you're going to be right out there on the street in the unemployment line behind Sally. Yeah, and even like when you think about Neil, when he used to work there, I don't Mm -hmm. think Victor has ever like wronged him or anything like that. But when it came to like promotions and positions, he always picked his kids over over Neil because that was one of the reasons that Neil ended up leaving was he was and he, he I really am grateful for all the opportunities you gave me, but I know that I can never go any further in this company because you will always put your kids before me, regardless of the fact that I've worked for you longer, that I've been at this company for, for, you know, X amount of years. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that your kids will always come first. So I got to, I have to move on. I think that was around the time that he started um, Mm -hmm. Winters Hamilton. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was the main reason that he did start his own business because he kept getting overlooked over at Newman, like you said. Yeah. And, you know, with the amount of trust that Victor put in Neil, like, where does Nate think that that's going to leave him? Because Victor, even Victor brought up the fact that he, you know, he betrayed his own family. Why would we trust him here? So. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess she's given him a CEO position in New Media, but I, I would feel like I would always have to look over my shoulder because I would think, like, they, there's no way that they're ever going to 100% trust me because of how this relationship, this working relationship came about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
they shouldn't trust each other, actually. Nate, her, just like I said with the side, Nate knows exactly why Victoria did what she did. And for mm-hmm. Victoria to sit up there with a straight face and tell Devon, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? What are you accusing me of? Uh, you know, Nate, and then Nate is like, well, don't blame her, blame me. Okay, but still, Nate, you got to see what's going on right here. Victoria is ruthless. Yeah. And Victor is but worse. He sought her out, though. Yeah, he, he sought Victoria out. out. Yeah. Agreed to go along with the plan that he came up with. So, mm-hmm. who's more ruthless, her or him? Well, I because mean, she's just going are. along with his plan. Yeah, they both are. But that's why I'm saying they shouldn't yeah. trust each other. You know, yeah. I mean, she want to give him a little fetch award, right? And then he it wants to um, protect her. And it's like, y'all shouldn't trust each other. You threw the whole yeah. family under the bus to give her information. And then at the same time, you see how what happened to you before you dealt with the Newman family before and almost you had to go through the legal system to get your medical license back. You go and get right back right. into that. Yeah. So for whatever reason she's looking at what he's doing is loyalty. So exactly. Until it's not. Because remember, uh Sally was loyal to her too by telling her what Adam was up to. You see how where that got mm-hmm. him. all right um okay because we want to keep it moving here uh now i'll save the whole chelsea thing for last and we kind of talked about this on the last podcast but we do got to talk about the fact that kyle learned about diane lies and summer learned out about phyllis lies Mm -hmm. (laughs) so what's your thoughts on that um I liked when, so even though Mm -hmm. bother Summer, because she told Mm -hmm. her mom, she was like, yeah, Diane does need to go. But she also Mm -hmm. said, this is Kyle's decision. It's his mom. That's his decision. Right. So I like that she's taking the stance of, it's not my decision to make and I'm not going to force him into anything. Mm -hmm. That's his mom. And Mm -hmm. that's his relationship with his mother. Like she doesn't have Mm -hmm. to interact with Diane. She doesn't want to. She can right. have very like minimal um, interaction with her, but Kyle, because that's his mom, can do what he wants with his mother. But uh, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. of course, it's, that's not good enough mm-hmm. for Phyllis. Like because, she wants Diane eradicated from the city. <laughs> I mean, but they could have said the same thing about her. Because here's the thing: um, mm-hmm. I've been seeing in the comment sections on you on Facebook. And then when I do my recap videos daily over on YouTube, they get in the comment section and they talk about Phyllis. Phyllis, how soon you forget? You need to look in the mirror. Look at the stuff that you tried to do. You tried to run cricket over. You tried. You had a, mm-hmm. a, a dead body and all this little kind of stuff. Phyllis just thinks that she, even though she's bad, she thinks she's not as bad as Diane. Right. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, what really, and I've been saying this for months, even, and you probably heard this, well, you know, before you came back home, was me talking about the fact that eventually it's going to blow up in Phyllis's face because you spent months lying to your daughter. She's been asking you for the longest. What are you doing? Why are you talking to Talia Morgan? What are you mm-hmm. up to? And you was like, Mom, I don't care about Diane. I'm not doing anything with Diane. You tell them bold face lies to your daughter. Now she obviously think, what is it called? Um, the means or so, how do they say that? The what? How do they say that when um, the act justify the means or something? I don't know. The, I think in, the ends. Injust- ends yeah, justify the, ends. the means. Correct. Maybe Phyllis was like, okay, I'll lie to you, lie to you, lie to you. And then, you know, at the end, it's going to justify it because I'm going to reveal Diane. Well, no, they look at you being a liar. (laughs) Yeah. But it looks like Summer is even over that part of it. Like, she she brought that up to her mom that she did that. But then Mm -hmm. it was, you know, they've already moved on from from that. But I think 
not to say that she's not annoyed mm-hmm. or mad at her mom for it, but it didn't it didn't garner the reaction that I thought it would because she's told her mom like stop doing this and she's right. not listening. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the, the other thing that bothers me is she so Phyllis is doing all this work, all this stuff trying to expose Diane, trying to get Diane out of town. Mm-hmm. And then plays the victim because everyone has told you we doing this like stop right. doing this you 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 make the decision to continue to do it yourself mm-hmm. and when they find out about it they're mad at you and then you're mad at them because they're mad at you and now you want to play the victim Cause like when she went to Nick and was like am I a bad person am I vindictive or manipulative mm-hmm. or whatever it was that she was asking him and it's like, don't sit over there and cry about it. They told you what it was. Like, mm-hmm. Summer told you, stop. And you didn't want to listen. And now you're, you know, you're all butthurt and your feelings are hurt because regardless of what came out about Diane, it still didn't get the reaction from Summer and Kyle that you wanted it to get. Exactly. And now you're over here, you know, playing crying. the victim with Nick and crying <laughs> about it. Right. And it's like, I'm tired of being the bad guy. Well, go on and sit down somewhere. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. And like we said, the things that Diane does, well, that's going to come out. And mm-hmm. she's going to have to deal with that without your help. Because all of this came out with the despite um, everything that Phyllis and Nikki and all them did, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't they find out about it before they found, before Phyllis and Nikki and them had a chance to reveal yeah, I mean, because Diane went going, to them, right? Stuff was going to come out anyway. I mean, just say the three stooges didn't do anything, right? And they just stayed out the way. Mm-hmm. Tucker came to town, so it was going. Stuff was going to come out. Tucker yeah. was going to make sure of the fact that, especially if Diane wasn't giving him what she what he was wanting from her. He was going to try to throw her under the bus, which is what he might try to do next week. So, yeah. you know, I mean, there's obviously more to the story because, hey, she didn't tell them about the fact that he came back for Jabot because we do know that he's trying to go after Chancellor Winters. Mm-hmm. Now we found out this week that he also want to try to go after Jabot, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and so she didn't tell them that. She only yeah. told them about the part. Well, he used me to get close to Ashley, and he uh, found out about Allie and told me about Allie and had me go to get close to Jack and Kyle. Yeah, but that's not the whole story, Diane. Yeah. You know, so it's slowly going to come out. But here's the thing. So we also saw that um, Harrison has a high fever. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what is this going to lead to because there's no way you're going to back this woman in a corner like that and not give her a storyline out, especially if you bring in the actress, the original actress back, Susan, to play this role only to pigeonhole the character. So I'm wondering if they're going to um, maybe have him need some type of donation or something. Maybe he has something major because it's like, okay, all of a sudden this boy is sick right when she's backed in a corner. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering where they're going to go with that, which they'll probably tell us next week. And because she was the one that was with him, she's going to call Jack, she's going to call Kyle. Everybody's just going to probably forget that other nonsense, at least for the moment, and worry about yeah. it and come together for Harrison. Yeah. Yep. That's I mean, that's just my thoughts on that. I liked how um Jack mm-hmm. uh pointed out to Phyllis because of course Phyllis is trying to make this about Kyle and Summer and mm-hmm. Jack was like it's been against Diane, even if it's do with our kids. You'd right. still be trying to get her out of town, even if even she if had. She, I think the word uh, she used was even if she was a saint. Yeah. Right? Is that the part you're talking about? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
even if there she had there had been nothing that she had done in her past mm-hmm. to dig up, she would still be trying to get her out of town. Yeah, just because simply for the fact that she doesn't like her because of their their history, but she's trying mm-hmm. to use the kids, just like she said that Diane was trying to use Kyle and and uh, Harrison. She's mm-hmm. using Kyle and Summer as her reason to protect them. That's her reason mm-hmm. why she's doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like we know that that's not true. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, because you you guys, if that was the case, then you wouldn't have to go. You wouldn't have to go and sneak behind Summer and Kyle's back to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and honestly, Kyle is the key to all of this. If Kyle says I want you gone, then she's gone. Yep. You know, so I guess we'll find out. Um, okay, let's move on to this other final part of this week. Uh, is Billy Chelsea, and then you might as well throw Lily in there because I don't know. I mean, I appreciate uh, you know the whole. I got to give kudos first off to CBS for bringing awareness to mental health. And if mm-hmm. you need help, where to call? There's the code. They dropped it on the TV. I actually put it in one of my videos as well this week. So if anybody out there needs help, please get it. Talk to somebody. Now, on the soap opera level of things, I did not like the fact that Billy wants to keep Adam in the dark. Mm-hmm. That part, right, and that's when I text you this week, like, I, Billy, get on my nerves. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think he handled that well? Maybe. He absolutely, no. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely didn't. He didn't handle it well from the moment he went and found Chelsea out on that, um, on that balcony area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I said this like, I can't remember if I said this on the last podcast or if we talked throughout the week mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have taken anything for him to say to Adam when they were walking back down to the restaurant like mm-hmm. um, let's go we're going to go to Chelsea's house we got some things to talk about mm-hmm. you know what I mean and the same right. thing with um, with Lily like he just left Lily there gave her no indication of what was going on she, I think she had to call him to find out what, what happened Exactly. I don't remember if he called her or not mm-hmm. and it's like you could have taken mm-hmm. you could have taken 10 seconds when you got down to that restaurant and told Lily like I just found her up there she is she's in bad shape me and mm-hmm. Adam are gonna and then I'll be back or I'll meet you at home or something like that and I know that her and Adam aren't married, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, because her and Adam have a child together, Billy should have just passed her off to Adam and said, this is what, this is the shape that I found her in when she was on the roof. This is what she's feeling right now. Like, she's suicidal. I need you to stay here with her and then, mm-hmm. you know, take her to get some help in the morning or something like that. Right. And then call Chloe because Chloe is her best friend and, and let Chloe know because she doesn't really have any family there. Her mom is, I think, still sick, maybe. In Minnesota. Maybe not, probably not. Right. Yeah. And probably not in the best shape to travel down there and deal with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But it's not, not Billy's place, in my opinion, to do everything that he's doing. To pass that duty off to someone who has... Um, a closer connection to her and to me in my opinion that's Chloe and Adam because she has a child with Adam and because Chloe is her best friend and like the closest friend that she has in town well here's the other thing too right before that ha- <clears throat> before that happened and she went on the rooftop their conversation was about her going to get help he recommended mm-hmm. it Adam was like look why don't you go talk to somebody and get some help so yeah. when he got up there on that rooftop, Billy pushing him away and, oh, no, not right now, Adam, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Billy, you got to take yourself out of this situation. This ain't about you being right. pissed off right now. And I exactly. got to give, I, and as much as I don't like what Billy did to Lily, I got to also give Lily a side eye because she brought up the whole thing with Chance come to Adam. And Adam was like, look, that was business. This is about my my my, uh, my son's mom yeah you know she went yeah, way she left definitely overreacted that. to that 
Yeah, she overreacted to mm-hmm. that. I was like, what is wrong with y'all? And then, you know, when they finally got her settled, and then, um, you know, Sharon brought up the whole fact, like, you know, what are we going to do with Adam? Well, this is all Adam's fault in the first place. Dude, are you in the right shape to even be dealing with this? Right. This was about, I feel like this was brought on because of the situation with Johnny and Connor. Right. Adam didn't have anything to do with that. That was a conversation that Chelsea had with Billy and Victoria and right. things that she did on her own. Not in that. Nope. And she was doing fine before. I mean, I guess as as well as possible, I guess. So I guess mm-hmm. she was still like doing some random uh just sporadic stuff. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like this. Like this right. I think the the relationship with the boys is what got her depression like jump start. Mm-hmm. But then, okay, then let's talk about Sharon. Sharon was told mm-hmm. by the therapist that you probably, you they gave her the okay to get Adam and Connor involved. She still didn't do anything either. You stand there in that man's face. He wondering what the heck is going on with Chelsea. And then you ain't saying nothing either. You're a therapist. You told Billy. Yeah, I was surprised that. Yeah. You I know, was surprised that she took that that stance with it. Yeah, and, and like I feel like she would have been the one to convince Billy like Adam really needs to be involved in this. And why why is Billy taking the lead anyway? She can exactly. go to Adam. Exactly. Like Billy isn't her family. He's nope. no he's not her name. She doesn't have to listen to him. Nope. You know, it, that whole thing is just I was just like, oh my God, what the heck? You know, and especially with Sharon, when she was going through the whole kleptomaniac thing, who helped her get help? Adam. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know the importance of that. He was there for you. He helped you get the help that you need to get you on the right path. But you can't tell him that his son's mama is somewhere needing help. And right. especially her overhearing um, Connor talk about it. Exactly. Man, that's crazy. They're, he's worried. Like they're worried. They have no idea what's going on with Chelsea. Like why? How? How is that not obvious? That the first thing you guys should have done was go and talk to Adam. That way, Adam isn't worried about her, and Connor isn't worried about her because they have no idea where she is right now. Exactly. Yeah, I did not like that at all. Yeah, that was selfish, and I feel like that was. That was Billy being able to to say what's going on with Chelsea. You just don't need to worry about it. Just know that she's okay. Like he's got one up over Adam. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The other thing is now let's switch over to his relationship with Lily because he showed up. She and she told him, Okay, I'm glad you did a great job. And he like, I'm not done yet. I'm going to be there with her the rest of the way. And I don't know how long that's going to take. Are you serious? If I was yeah. his girlfriend, I'd be like, what is with your incessant need to save your exes? Which is what she said. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so it's like, dude, one of the things ahead. I noticed on the, um, on the page was people saying that Lily was being, um, selfish or she's being a brat and it's like no she's not mm-hmm. what she's saying is valid mm-hmm. does not need to be involved in that like yes mm-hmm. he did what he needed to to help her that night because he was the one that found her but he doesn't need to continue so mm-hmm. the, everything that she was saying to him in my opinion is valid mm-hmm. it is I mean, like I said, there are some things that I didn't like how Lily did it, but in this situation, Billy is just running around town loose, chasing after Chelsea, and she's like, well, what am I, chopped liver? I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. And you're going to tell me, I don't know how how long I'm going to be, you know, trying to support her. Okay, but you got a girlfriend over here. What, what are we doing? You quit your job, and you're going after one of your exes. What am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yep. 
All right, girl. What did you have anything else that we missed this week? Um, let's see. We already talked about Nate, mm-hmm. Diane, and all them. No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Let's move over to bold. Okay. So for the bold and the beautiful for the week of October thirty first through November fourth. Sheila gave Deacon a sexy surprise for Halloween. Liam's decision not to attend the fashion preview alienated him from Hope. Thomas and Hope shared special moments backstage and on the runway. Hope chose to celebrate with Thomas while Liam was at home with Beth. So, where you want to start? Let's go get Sheila out the way. Yeah, it's fine. 30 years as Sheila Carter on The Bold and the Beautiful. And I know you don't like recaps like that do you I didn't I wa- I ended up watching it though I kind of like paid halfway attention to it <laughs> it really wasn't a lot I mean I think when you're dealing with a show that's only like 18-19 minutes without commercials it went by pretty fast yeah it did it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be yeah it wasn't and you know we got to see uh, Stephanie and you know, all of the other stuff that, you know, she did. We also got a crossover this week, too, with yeah. Lauren. Yep. So, I thought we were going to see her a lot longer, maybe over at the the uh, fashion preview, but she was only for that Halloween special. Yeah, it would have made, to me, it would have made much more sense. would have stuck around for that, that preview. Like, I get that right. she went out there as a buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing that there was a fashion show that week, it would have made a lot a lot of sense if she would have like stuck around and been at the fashion show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have made a whole lot more sense. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was cute for Halloween. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, I didn't know. Usually, they come up with something. You know, some creepy storyline or somebody get I don't know injured or. Uh, somebody go missing or whatever but they decided to do this whole thing with Sheila and Deacon so yeah yeah it looked like next week Deacon is supposed to do a whole romantic big romantic thing for her next week I guess because you know Brooke don't want him so he gonna give his all to <laughs> Sheila <laughs> I saw that and I'm like what Deacon what are you doing Deacon's like, shoot, ain't nobody else want to be with me. She loves him cooking and cleaning and decorating my house and giving me sex. I, hey, I guess he says, shoot, I ain't got to go look for nobody else. But at the same time, that, that could mean your freedom. Exactly. He risking his freedom and his mm-hmm. relationship with Hope. Hope, exactly. And Brooke, because he at least got a rapport with Brooke, even though they're not dating. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that's gonna blow up in his face eventually. Yep, it is. Um, girl, we got and the rest of this storyline is this fashion preview. Liam sucked this week, but he did. It was karma too. It was karma. But go ahead, let me get your thoughts first. Um, I just felt like his reaction was very bratty and selfish. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to be at the preview like Thomas. Right. But you're not going to be there to support your wife on one of her biggest, the biggest days of her career. And then yep. you're going to go to your father and basically whine about how you don't want, you don't want to see Thomas and her out on the runway together holding hands. And it's like, come on, dude. That was, that was a stupid, a, a stupid decision on his part to just not be there mm-hmm. for her. Like, if anything, go go and sit in the audience, watch the show, like, watch her speech. And if it bugs you that much that Thomas is standing next to her, then just kind of look away when he comes out there. Look the other direction so you don't have to see it. But to just totally not show was that was a, a very selfish move on his part. Very much so. I agree and with just you the like, way that... Yeah. The way that he's been nagging her about the fact that she works with Thomas. Mm-hmm. It's like she's been working with Thomas for how many years now? A while. 
so like what does he want her to do does he want her to quit and give up her line because that's Thomas's family's company they're not going to fire Thomas you know did not, you see not, the words that he was using like what he was saying he's abusing his abusing his oh, situation yeah. as being a designer he's abusing the situation as being Douglas's father I'm like really so y'all made that decision that? Y'all made that. <laughs> Y'all made that decision when you guys convinced, well, not convinced her, but supported Hope and mm-hmm. adopted Douglas. Like if mm-hmm. y'all hated Thomas that much and didn't want didn't want anything to do, last thing that any of them should have done was support the decision for her to adopt Douglas. Mm-hmm. In the same, why would you adopt the kid of someone who you hate? Or are uncomfortable with, because right. now you're tied to that person for life. Yeah. Did nobody can you know put it in her head and tell her to adopt that little boy? Nope. Not at all. You know she chose to do that, and mm-hmm. you know it, it's just so crazy. What else? Other th- couple things that's kind of outlandish, but really got me this week, and I heard a lot of people talk about it too. Is number one the whole situation of how we just going to go all the way back to 2019 and 2020, mm-hmm. but y'all going to skip over what happened in 2021. Right. So, yeah, like all of that has yeah, been all that's like been from everybody's memory. <laughs> exactly. You know, and Bill gave him a clean slate. Bill said, you know what, I'm going to give you a clean slate. You really came through for me and my son because Thomas was in, who was that, Justin? Mm -hmm. Locked him up to keep him from going to say anything. Because Justin tried to set up Bill and and Liam because he wanted the CEO position in Spencer. Yeah. So y'all just going to blow past that. And Liam told Thomas, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to be in here. But please look out for my family. And then when they get out, they're so grateful and thankful. Bill give them a clean slate. But then we get to 2022 and y'all act like, remember how horrible he was as a person? They just punch him in the face and all this old kind of stuff. And I'm like, what do you, y'all just forgot about all that, right? Nobody brings that up. Right. <laughs> I'm like, writers, at least throw it in, sprinkle it in there. They could easily say, hey, I know he did some good things for us last year, but I don't know. He looked like he's becoming obsessed again. Okay, I can roll with that. You know what I'm saying? So the other thing is karma because a lot of these, a lot of the female fans of the show, or the women fans, I should say, of the show are like, that's what you get. Now you know what it feels like to have somebody come out, you know, because he was in the middle of Steffi and Hope for so long, right? Right, right. So now he Hope is in the middle of him and Thomas, and now he's around there acting crazy and lurking around and not showing up. And so a lot of folks think that's karma too. <laughs> the only this so this would be more satisfying uh-huh. to me if I knew that this wasn't about to blow up in Thomas' face I in know, the next right? couple months. I but know. we know that as soon as information comes out about the um, the voice recorder and all that kind of stuff, and apparently Thomas is about to do something else to make sure, like Brook and Ridge, yeah, next back week. together. Yep, next week. Mm-hmm. So it's like if it would be this would be a lot more satisfying to me if I knew that he's about to prove Liam and Bill and. Brooke right when they find out what he's been doing that's the only thing that bothers me about this whole thing yeah and from what I understand it's probably going to be a while because I do know that um, Catherine Kelly Lang is taking a break mm-hmm. and those annulment papers are coming out next week too yeah so I mean I don't know what that leaves Hope and Thomas uh, the other thing is they said that um What's his name? Liam. Liam is going to be losing his freaking mind so much so that Wyatt is going to be worried about him next week. He's going to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be rattled next week because of all of this. 
And something is supposed to happen probably on Monday between Hamas and um, Hamas. Lord, oh, that's a new word, Hamas. <laughs> Hope and Thomas. Hamas. <laughs> um, happened between Thomas and Hope. Um, and so much so that she's going to be keeping a major secret from him. So whether it's going to mm-hmm. be a kiss or whether she actually ends up sleeping with that man. Yeah. It's about I would to get guess urgent. a kiss. Uh, yeah, probably so. You know. Yeah, I just one of the I don't know I I've always hated the way they have made Thomas's character just overly creepy. like creepy. yes they've made him creepy <laughs> just overly obsessive when it comes to whole like even when they were celebrating um, after when they mm-hmm. were at Eric's house mm-hmm. and like they're trying to everybody's trying to compliment designs and stuff like that and all he keeps talking about is well if it wasn't for hope if it wasn't for hope and eric was like look take this the was credit. you too take right. take the credit that you deserve this wasn't just right. hope this was also you and it's like mm-hmm. can you jump off of her you know you know what i want to say yeah <laughs> i got like, you out of her butt for a second and you know like your grandfather is saying take the credit that you deserve and stop talking about hope all the dang on time. It's yeah. like, his, and, and even like the little comments, you're the, you're, you're beauty, you're beautiful. You're, the, I'm a one woman man. And it's like, she's married and she has given you no indication that she is interested in being with you. Now, has she stopped him from saying any of this stuff? No, she just kind of stands there with a goofy look on her face. Right. But she also hasn't said to him, like, I have some feelings for you or has been flirty with him. Like, Mm -hmm. that's been one-sided on his side. And it's like, how are you going back down this freaking path again, Thomas? It just makes him look so pathetic. You know how they used to make Steffi look pathetic with Lee? Right. Mm-hmm. Like they have perfected that with Thomas and Hope now, and he just looks so pathetic when it comes. And that's and why like, Mac Atkinson he hates that. He don't want yeah. to be upset, up, have that character obsessed with Hope. Yep, I remember. I remember seeing the post about him mm-hmm. speaking out about that, about how annoyed he was with it. Yeah, because it's pathetic, and then they don't help framing the music because when he looks at her a certain way, and they got. The creepy music the creepy in the background. Music. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes him look like he's predatory. That's exactly what it feels like. He feels like a predator when it mm-hmm. comes to her. When they could it's just... just gross. It, right. They could just make it something nice and simple and easy. You know, Liam screw up. They work together. They end up together and boom, keep it moving. Stop trying to make him look crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, why... And I feel like that's what they're doing. That's, That's what, what they're, they're they they want to make it they want to make this um, not anything that Liam has done or not anything that Hope has done wrong. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it to creepy and manipulative, and that's the only reason why Hope is showing any interest in him. And then, of course, they're going to snatch that all the way when it comes out about all the stuff that he's been doing. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they just cannot make it to where Hope slips up and she ends up falling in love with him and ends up kissing him or sleeping with him or Liam does something, you know, that tears him and Hope apart and that's why she gets closer to Tom. Like, it, they just can't make it a a genuine, like, connection mm-hmm. between the two of them. It always has to be surrounded in some type of lie or deceit. Right. And it's right. so annoying. It is. It it is because I honestly want them together because I just think mm-hmm. that I'm just over Liam at this point. I've been over him for some years yes. now, and just to kind of give Hope a different direction. Plus, you know, I think honestly, I think Matt Atkinson is very sexy, kind of like how I see Adam. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I kind of want that. The, that polar effect between Hope and Thomas, and but they're taking it to a dark place, too, too creepy yeah. and predatory for me. Yeah, you know. And I then agree. you know he keep making talking about tonight, tonight. Why don't you stay? 
And, you know, that's the biggest issue, you know, a lot of women have when they see things like this. It's like, stop making it where he's trying to lure her into her. a trap, yeah. right, or something. I don't like that narrative. Stop doing it. I don't it. either. You know, but, yeah, um, yeah I, it, so something is going to happen on Monday that's going to create her keeping a secret from Liam. So, um, yeah. but... Yeah, that's, I think, well, one one other thing, and then we'll go to the two segments. What do you think mm-hmm. about how uh, Douglas just walked past Liam in the office? <laughs> that, oh, I, that, that boy, I, oh, I was like, oh, that had to hurt. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> Girl, listen, on one of my, because I use a lot of sound effects on one, on my recap videos. And I had him with tears, looking sad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's. It was kind of funny to me. I like to try to make it seem like Douglas is afraid of Thomas, or mm-hmm. like he doesn't really want to spend as much time with Thomas as what he's doing. Like they they try to make the the. Narrative that narrative that they try to spin about Thomas and Douglas, like mm-hmm. Brooke and Liam, um, is one of where uh, Thomas is manipulating Douglas. Mm-hmm. He's forcing Douglas to spend time with him, forcing Douglas to be at Eric's. Like Douglas doesn't really want to be around his dad, so anytime that Douglas like speaks highly of his dad or just nonchalantly ignores Liam in in favor of his father. It's uh it's very satisfying. Yeah, they always make it look like Douglas is being forced and manipulated to do and mm-hmm. stay over there and all of those kind of stuff. Girl. Yeah, because didn't Liam hush- say mm-hmm. uh, didn't Liam say one day he said something like Thomas basically he basically oh, kidnapped oh. him my phone sorry <laughs> you're fine Go ahead. but Liam said one day uh, like basically kidnapped Douglas and holding him hostage mm-hmm. it's like stop being dramatic because you know right. that's not what the deal is he's he's been around Brooke too long Brooke always mm-hmm. over dramatized things too yeah all right, girl, did we cover everything this week? We really didn't have a lot. We had the Halloween special and then this whole preview, Thomas, you know. Uh, I did like the scene between um, Finn, Steffi, and um, what's that little girl's name? Kelly. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And it was just nice yeah, I did to too. see. It was just nice to see Steffi away from the nonsense. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And, and then she shut that. She was like, why are we talking about Liam? Exactly. You got a whole right. husband. He's giving you a foot massage. Y'all got the <laughs> night to yourself. Y'all get y'all smooth on. Liam who? Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, that was it. I thought that was a cute scene, too. That was cute. That was and the cute. little okay. actress that plays Kelly is, she, she did really a really good cute. job. Yeah, yeah, she did. Oh, and then Bill. Bill tried to shoot his shot again, too, yesterday. Mm. And she's like, but I love Ridge. And I'm like, Bill, please, why? As pathetic as Deacon's baby. Yeah, but the big, bad, dollar bill, billionaire, and you sitting up there begging a woman who clearly don't want to be with you. And I'm like, no, Bill, that's not it. All right. Because she's stuck on Ridge. Now, I don't appreciate the fact that she's still stuck on Ridge. That man didn't give you the time of day, walked out. Even, girl, he kind of shaded her bedroom line at the preview. Ridge did? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. What did he say? When he announced it, he was like, yeah, the last time, oh, yeah, I broke the bedroom line. I'm like, oop. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go and look at that. Yeah, so it's like, girl, why are you still holding out for that dude? Are you just trying to win and beat Taylor, or do you really want to be with this dude? Girl, please. Mm-mm. Anyway, you got anything else? I don't. Okay. All right, let's do who you got for your flip the script and your who's taking seats this week. Um, For my, my Y&R take a seat, it's going to be Phyllis. Okay. 
she's she's one of those that cries that or she does what she does and then plays the victim mm-hmm. and it was just annoying this week so we're gonna tell her to take a seat okay. take a seat and mind your business and maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't be going through all this heartache with your daughter right now exactly Jack. <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and then my flip for y&r is a uh, billy Mm. And instead of just shutting Adam out, mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen him like work with Adam to get help for Chelsea. That would have been great. Yeah. What you got for um, bold? My bold take a seat is Thomas mm. because I'm tired of all of the the overly like nice romantic type gestures towards hope with the you're the only woman for me talking about her beauty every five seconds, talking about how wonderful she is. Like Thomas, mm-hmm. shut up and take a seat. Cause that woman, <laughs> at least as, as, as of crazy. right now, doesn't. <laughs> um, and then. Bold flip. I don't think that, I don't think I have, I don't have a bold flip. I can't think oh. of anything that I would have wanted to see different on okay. there. All right. Um, now on Young and the Restless, my flip the script would have been um, the whole situation with with Sharon. Sharon should have your therapist. You already talked to another therapist at the clinic to say yes, it's okay to bring in Adam and Connor. Open your mouth, say something to Adam, and be like, "Look, this is what's going on." Skip what Billy thinks. Do what you mm-hmm. got to do. Um, my bold take a, I mean, my young and arrestors take a seat is going to be Billy because it's like, dude, you're doing too much. I understand you did the best part that you could do, which is to keep her from, you know, making that decision. But everything else after that, what you did with Lily, what you're doing with Adam, what you're doing with Connor and anybody else, no, go sit down somewhere, please. <laughs> Um, and then bold, my flip the script would have been if you want to keep an eye on your wife and this dude, Liam, be in the front seat, sit there, mm-hmm. make your presence known, let Thomas know I'm here, I'm watching. Why would you not go? It makes no sense. Plus, you get to support your wife, yeah. So, that would have been my flip for that. To take a seat would have been also, um would have been also uh, Liam because I'm just all that whining, all that crying, all of that could have been avoided if you just would have stuck up for your wife. Just be there. Yep. That's all she yep. wanted you to do is be there. All that whining to Brooke, all that whining to Bill and Wyatt and, you know, pacing the floor and, you know, lurking behind curtains and all this old kind of stuff. Dude, just sit down front row seat and put your two fingers up to your eyeballs and then point them back saying I see you. That's it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then Hope would have felt supported. So yep. and you also set an example for Douglas because in the back of Douglas mind too he's like dang Liam ain't even here. Right. Why should I respect him? You mad at me for walking past you. You don't even want to show up. So yeah, so that that's what I got, girl. We got two minutes. We did it. We pulled it off. Because <laughs> I know you got to get out of there at eleven thirty your time. So, all right, states. If you guys haven't seen the spoilers over on the YouTube side, you can just type in CBS Soap Dish Recap. I posted all of the spoilers for both soaps in two videos. I posted them yesterday. So go over there and check that out. And if you want to hear the daily recaps, I do that on the YouTube side as well. If you just want to wait till the weekend, that's where you got me, you got Trish, and you got Keisha now, um, where we do a weekly recap. So whatever floats your boat and your choice, we got it for you. So you got anything else, girl, before we end it? Hello? Are you there? Okay, she must have had to go. All right, you guys. So we will see you next week for the week of November 7th through November 11th. And until then, have a great week. Bye.
Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.